What's up, IJMS listeners and subscribers? It's Peter here. Listen, we know it's Super Bowl week, and we were hoping to bring you a new episode in advance of that. Unfortunately, we were unable to make it happen this time around. Our hope is to be back next week, or in the near future, and when we're back, we'll be better than ever. For now, we leave you with a best-of episode from this season. Thanks so much for listening. Your support from literally around the world means everything. Enjoy this mashup and enjoy the Super Bowl. We'll catch you next time. I tweeted at Garth Brooks and Brooks and Dunn, and neither of them got back to us. Yeah, they did. It's rude. So we can, we can neither confirm nor deny. Yeah. But no, I, I had several people text me about that. They were deeply disappointed that I would even suggest the possibility. My my like other music confession is I didn't know that Darius Rucker was. I didn't know that Hootie, Hootie had the was, blowfish. I didn't know that Hootie was black until I was very much an adult. What do you mean by that, dude? You're so sheltered. Seriously, I mean, there's nothing. I didn't know that Rascal Flats weren't the Little Rascals. <laughs> <laughs> Me neither, dude. Me neither. dude. I thought Alfalfa was leading the charge on that. <laughs> <laughs> My wish for you. Spanky. What was he doing in his free time? Braxton, you gotta look like Spanky. If I had to pick one character from Little Rascals, you'd be Spanky. <clears throat> I'll you, take it. Do you know Alfalfa's actual like real name? Albert? No, like like the actor. Albert Falfa. <laughs> Albert Falfa. <laughs> hey, that's really hey, what I thought Albert. you were, that's really what hey, you were asking. Listen, I remember band concerts being such a big deal as yeah. a kid. That's that's what makes this Such funnier because you know this kid. was this was a thing that was planned it was a huge deal their family oh, all of them are watching in the shot alone you can see 150 people this place is packed and when you hear them start playing I'm not lying to it's you that music, when I went to tears. the same exact fucking thing with my two of my cousins that was in band I was off of my chair crying laughing <laughs> and all the parents were looking at me like like control yourself because you're gonna make the kids feel bad. All right, let's hear. It. Starts out well. well. You think it starts out great? They found the one kid who knows what they're doing. <laughs> How do we keep the fucking straight face? It's like they've never played their instrument. <laughs> oh, they're going for round two, aren't they? I don't think yeah. they practice. Here it comes. Here comes round two. Five, two, seven, eight. <laughs> this is a lot better. Percussion's in. Yeah. 
What in the weird sh- no. You don't know this? Is that? No. Okay, what is Jingle that? Bells, Batman Smells, I know Robin that. laid an egg, Batmobile what? lost a wheel, and Joker played ballet. I hey, know all that. Barbie doll, Barbie doll tried to save his life, but G.I. Joe, the Eskimo, stabbed her with a knife. I have not heard that part. <laughs> you heard no. that part? You just write that? You guys have never heard no. that version oh, of that? No. Not the second part. No, I've just heard the Batman Smells, Robin laid an egg. Batmobile lost his wheel and Joker played ballet. I have no idea where (laughs) where the stabber with it. It's very aggressive. Yeah, it gets dark quick. Very quickly because it's like Batman smells Robin laid an egg and then it ends with Barbie doll stabbing. Well, yeah. G.I. Joe the Eskimo. It's weird. Sorry, guys. It's okay. I'm glad we know. That's how I am the way that I am at this point. Yeah, that's why I was about it's to It all say. Come down, comes down to that song. It does come down it's to that song. making a lot more sense. Speaking of huge, um, did you guys hear about uh, what Brock Purdy's nickname was? Brock Purdy, the uh, newly anointed Mr. Relevant starting quarterback for Is the it? San Francisco 49ers. Is it I want to Brock and roll all night and Purdy every day? <laughs> that's did you come up with that right at the top of your head because he that's did it, not I saw that too all right <laughs> that's not bad it's just way too long wasn't that a sign that was a sign at the game right no i don't think so there's a sign i thought that's what it said on the sign when that's uh, not where i got it from when mccaffrey was getting interviewed it's a lot simpler than that, actually, in a not-safe-for-work nickname. Uh, Brock Purdy somehow has, uh, amongst his 49ers teammates, uh, been anointed as Big Cock Brock. Oh, BCB? BCB. <sighs> big Cock Brock. Because he has a big cock is because he's been playing well. Um, does it matter? I think that they said that before he had it even played does. a game. So, yeah, he had not even started a game. So he already had the big cock moniker. Before he had he the respect right away. Look, already, look yeah. what that did for Nick Folk. I mean, that sent them to... Nick uh, Foles. Nick Folk. Oh, yeah, the not kicker. the kicker. Not right. the kicker. Nick Foles. Big Dick Nick. He won a Super Bowl. So that that bet might be good, Miguel. We like. I mean, it's always. Listen, I don't know if I'm. I, I assume because everyone says it that Pete Davidson, uh, Saturday Night Live, and who has banged very uh, attractive women, has a gigantic penis. But we should. You should just always start the rumor mill about yourself that you have a big dick, right? Like, I mean, just like start it. Start it early, middle school. And then let it follow you for the rest of your life. I have a theory. I disagree. I ha- you don't want to be. You don't want to be the big dick kid. Because I really as a person don't think- whose nickname was Millimeter Peter in middle school. Go on. All I'm saying is the the size of your penis really doesn't matter at all unless it's incredibly small. Like, if you have a micro penis, then yes, I would definitely be concerned about what people are saying. But, like, unless. I don't give a shit what people say. Yeah. 
What? Just went over. <laughs> no, I got it. Jesus Christ. But I feel like as you get older, late. It's like is like girls are still gonna have sex with you, and if you're like, oh yeah, I have a small cock, whatever, and then they see it, and it's like, oh geez, it's not. Even if it is a little bit smaller, if you always say it's small, they're gonna create an image in but, their head that it's teeny, and then they're gonna see it and be like, oh gosh, that's not as small as I thought it was gonna be. So then your guys, and then when they talk to other girls, and they're like, oh, how was that? I heard you had a small dick, and then they say, actually, it's not. This is literally internal dialogue by Braxton right now. <laughs> this I've, is years of justification strategy. for your for your tiny penis. Every also every guy every guy <laughs> who sorry, says I don't know I've never seen it. Every so. guy who says they have a big dick, probably ninety nine percent of them no, have a small yeah, dick. They exactly. don't. They drive a lifted truck, and they wear affliction shirts. And Ed Hardy. <sighs> Why? Okay. He, did you ever wear affliction shirts? I have no idea what that even means. Oh, thank God. I wore painter's pants. That's You uh, definitely have a big dick. <laughs> <laughs> At your wedding you're gonna have you say you're gonna have a, a DJ then, right? Yeah. Do you think that <laughs> damn it, I was I told Lindsay I was gonna I was gonna execute this one real good, but I've already failed. So you know, you just give up on your own joke. <laughs> Jesus, you're like four words into yeah. it. Is that what would a DJ name his son? What? <laughs> what? You're <laughs> laughing at your own joke, and you haven't been able to deliver it. What would a DJ name his son? Eric. Uh. <laughs> Eric. You found it so funny that you couldn't deliver Eric. it properly. Eric. We're going to blow past it. <laughs> Eric. I would say fuck this trend that has been going around. I think it's very stupid. Uh, I'll get your guys' thoughts on the other side. Mick Jagger dead at the age of 79. What the fuck are you fucking talking about? Donald Trump dead at age 74. Wait, what? Wait, no. No! Anderson Cooper. What? He's dead at age 55. What? 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 Heart attack. No fucking way! <laughs> that oh guy no. looks like Anderson Cooper. <laughs> Chris Martin dead at 45. No! Oh no! Oh! The guy from Coldplay? <laughs> Michael Jackson dead at 50. What? Michael Jackson! Michael Jackson! <gasps> oh my god, Shania Twain dead at 57. No, no. way! Yeah. Somebody always dies on Christmas. Really? Oh my god, Barry Manilow Sam. That's not funny. See it. Why would you say that? Lauren Hill dead at 47. What? You're kidding me. No fucking way! Austin Butler dies at 31. Shut up! Oh my god. <gasps> what? Zach Efron dead at 35. Oh no, 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 no! Nene Lee's murdered at 56. <laughs> what? Murder? I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Bruce Springsteen dead at 73. What? Heart attack. <laughs> she crosses herself. 
Judge Judy found <laughs> dead at 81. She just said Donald Trump, Trump dead at 76, and she just goes, good. Chris Jenner dead at 67. <laughs> wow. The one with Howard Stern is the best. There's a Howard Stern. There's a guy. It, it just the view. I I don't. Yeah, Howard Stern trend. If I don't know, dying trend. Tell me if you see it. Is it this one? It, it, this is a comp- compilation. This one. This okay. one right here. Just the view of it, and this guy's just enjoying a sweet piece of pizza. Oh my god. Howard Stern dead at 68. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? <coughs> I do think that my favorite one was probably the Barry Manilow one, which was Oh my god, Barry Manilow pronounced dead at 79. <laughs> Barry Manilow. <laughs> <laughs> they all turn into a choir. <laughs> Unknown persons sent over 7,000 spam votes from fake emails in an attempt to sway the outcome of Fat Bear Week. That's dedication. Whomst amongst us. The National Park Service says it's the first attempt to undermine their process. And they are trying to preserve Fat Bear democracy. Yeah, well, Those guess what? Sons of They're bitches. never going to catch us. <laughs> They're never going to catch they us. They don't even watch this shit. They're, yeah, they'll never know. They'll never fucking know. I needed Otis to win. The controversy surrounding rivers and streams recently is abnormal. That's dedication, though. You got to give... I'm like, yeah. I respect that person for Because what do they gain? It. There's no... They did it out of pure love. Love for the game. Yeah. That's passion. No, I'm going to start rigging. I want to get involved in the rigging of Fat Bear Week. Yeah. Kind of like a farm system to actually just like hacking governments and everything. If you're like just getting into like the hacking game right, or, or, yeah. or something like that. Cut your teeth on Fat Bear Week. It's like when you first join a gang and they are like, okay, you got to just like go Initiation. beat up a, a bum to mm-hmm. be initiated. Yeah. Preserve the election integrity of Fat Bear Week. <laughs> I will also admit to something. I'm not going to say how long ago. Okay. I, I will say in the last few years, I finally connected that Garth Brooks was Brooks from Brooks and Dunn. On it? Seriously? No, because you're breaking that to me right now. Really? Yeah, that, I didn't know that either. Is that Am true? I wrong? No, you've got to be know. wrong. I, I better check this out. Somebody Brooks said that the other day, and I'm a huge Garth Brooks. Brooks is, uh, in, There's in no a way that's right. No, that's not it's true. It's not? That's not Okay, right. <laughs> fucking lady at the bar. Kicks Brooks and Ronnie Dunn. Is oh, my gosh. Okay, <laughs> then I need to tell this story. Because this woman shamed me. Shamed me. And I should have just looked it up. Why didn't I look it up? Yeah, I mean. You she was so confident. You she your was so confident. That night? She was so confident. I was sitting. That's hilarious. Oh my! I feel like such a fucking fool. Yeah, because I've been a I've been a fan that. of Brooks and Dunn for so long too, and I thought I kept on saying to this woman at the bar, I was like, "Gosh, I've listened to them for a long, long time." But Neon Moon is one of my go-to, go-to my Maria, yeah, uh, karaoke songs. It's like one of my favorite songs of all time. And she was like, "I then I can't believe that you didn't know that Garth Brooks was 
the Brooks and Brooks and Dunn. And I was like, I guess that makes sense. Like, I don't know. Huh. Well, I'm a fool. True. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm a what, fool. What was the name of the Brooks? Uh, Kicks Brooks. Kicks he, are, he is related to Garth. Kicks Brooks is? Don't do that. Now I'm going to have to look that up. And, and Brooks Kepka. <laughs> Speaking of random hypotheticals or something that uh, Marlon Humphrey uh, of the Ravens uh, had put up for debate this week. And apparently it was very much a discussion within the locker room, which was who would win or what would win in a fight. One gorilla versus 100 humans. And the humans are just... Like that, like I mean, just no weapons, no nothing. Who's no, winning? No question, the fucking gorilla. You think? There's a the difference between a human. I don't care if there's five hundred of them and a gorilla. There's at some point, as a human being, it's just like it's ingrained in us. There's fear, and also at some point you'll quit. Like if you feel a hit, you'll quit. The gorilla doesn't have any of that. The gorilla will just keep going until they're all fucking gone. I will put my money on the gorilla. And if you have weapons, that's a different story. But if you're talking about a hundred average size humans, gorilla all the way. I think the numbers are just too lopsided. I mean, I don't think it matters. A hundred, you know, able bodied humans could. Overtake a, I feel like a gorilla pretty quickly. Like I, I assume that he, this gorilla would be able to take a lot of them down. But a hundred versus one is just so many. No animal as strong as they are can take on that much at once. But you know what I mean. When you think about the number one hundred, how quickly do you think that'll dwindle down? The gorilla gets ten, and those ten people. Feel the wrath of the gorilla. Do you think they keep going? Yeah, but here's the thing. Even while the those 10, 15, 20, let's say, get absolutely mangled and thrown off, the attention that that gorilla is giving that 10 to 20, the other 80 can easily grab his legs and arms, 10 on each, you know, uh, each one, and hold it down. And then another one just grabs a, a rock or whatever and just right. Yeah, Ted, I was thinking, I was like, no I, weapons. I know I said no weapons, but like I feel like rocks would eventually come into okay, play. Okay, if that's that completely but, changes. It. But okay, but gorillas have the same ability to use those rocks. Here's a, here's another thing too, and I'm going to vote for the gorilla and then against the gorilla in two different ways. Number one, kind of to what Braxton was saying, is that like his attention is on these ten, like. Does the gorilla have the wherewithal to understand that there's 90 more coming at a certain point, number one? But on the flip side, could a 100 humans at a single time try and take on a gorilla? No. No. So that's that's kind of the because there wouldn't there'd be just too many not enough coordination or at least you'd have to have an incredible game plan going in in uh with it. So I feel like you eventually wear down. It's kind of like what happens with like, you know, the um like the matador, right? Like I mean you just tire that, you know, I mean they do 
stab the the darn bowl. But I mean, they wear down this one bowl over a course of like four hours. They just wear them down, and then 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 eventually they they win. I would just bank on the fact that the gorilla does not have the same ability to think and feel like a human in some senses where... That they're constantly fighting like they're out of like a corner a gorilla, type of a thing. A gorilla wouldn't go, I just beat the shit out of 10 people. I have 90 more coming. It's just like, this is what I'm doing right now. And it's there's no long-term thinking there. And the, I, th- I think that there might be some truth to what you're saying, but I think that primates experience a lot similar more similar emotions and fears and things like that to us than you probably would believe but i'm saying the little gap that we have between us and them is enough for and with the strength of the fucking gorilla i think that's enough i think i think where what you're saying comes into play and and is correct and i think is really the hardest question or version of this question is a hundred people coming in waves of ten. Could ten rounds of ten. Yes. Could could the You certainly gorilla... don't want to be in the first ten if you're the no. human, or the second you're, ten. You're trying to be You're trying to be in like sixty and No, I'm I'm like ninety to ninety nine guy. <laughs> well I'm, I'm you're saying, the mop up crew. I'm saying you're my answer is or, or ninety to or eighty to eighty nine. Sure. My it's answer is gorilla for the wave like all hundred. The waves, that'd be that's an easier answer for me. The gorilla, yeah, yeah. I mean, in waves of ten, yes, because I'm I'm taking the gorilla with not in waves, like all hundred people. Yeah, no, I I think that's ridiculous. The for the sheer numbers, there's no way. Like even a hundred humans could take down. In fact, now that we're talking about this, I'm pretty (laughs) sure there's a guy who like does these simulations. He has like this program where he can basically create human little AIs that have equal strength amongst them. And then he creates proportionately elephants or gorillas and he does all these different things. Yeah, I think I've seen like 10 T-Rexes against like a million. Yeah, rats. <laughs> something stupid. Yes. Yeah. But but I think the sheer numbers, there's no way. I mean, not no way. I, I think not. 100 simulations, humans win 98 times. I disagree. There you go. I got to see why, this. That's why it was such a big debate. Well, maybe uh, we won't see her at Benihana, but possibly we will see her at the Iowa Husband Calling Competition. I wasn't sure if you guys had seen this. This was uh, something that... Uh, happens at the fair every year in Iowa, and I wanted to play it for you guys and get your reaction. Is it the state fair? Yeah, I believe so. Husband calling competition. Bob! 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 Hurry up! I don't want to be late! Bob, hurry! Hurry! Bob! Robert! Dean! Yoo-hoo! again and you know that I want to get there on time Roy 
Roy, 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 Roy! And she was when I first. <laughs> I don't understand what's happening. You know what? In state fairs, you can just do anything at this point. I was, and that was a husband calling competition. There's pig calling competitions. This is that, but with husbands. I'd love to see like the technical scoring behind it. <laughs> yeah. Let me see if I appearance can find it. <laughs> octave change, and it sounds like Iowa fairs, county fairs, state fairs are incredible. I can imagine that that's the type of state that takes county and state fairs very seriously. Okay, so Don Menier of Des Moines took home first place uh, this year. What the fuck did she win? I. Uh, so not only, what do you think that the first Half off place cracker barrel <laughs> prize is? So you get a ribbon, you get the blue ribbon, apple pie. Uh, the first prize was five dollars. God damn it! <laughs> it probably wasn't even five dollars. It was a five dollar gift certificate probably, to like the local diner. Probably. Didn't you try to order a car off of eBay? Almost. <laughs> that was the first time he got scammed. I would have been scammed big time. Oh, that was man. also a forerunner. <clears throat> I remember, like, have you guys almost fallen for one of those, like, I'm a prince in Abu Dhabi type of scams? No. I, I, found, I fell for a Craigslist, like, hey, have a room to move into, pay, pay the deposit up front. And yeah. Then, that's kind of what almost, not almost happened with me, but I realized very quickly that this was too sketch. It was like when I was looking for houses to rent either down in Eugene or back up here in Portland, it was like college. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was like, this house is huge. Like, why are they putting it? And then I got that like very boilerplate, like I am a prince and I have all this money type of a thing. So first so, of all, if you fall for the whole email about the prince... That's on you. Yeah. You deserve to get scammed. <laughs> but those house listings, like rentals and sales, that shit's real. Yeah. Because when we're, before we uh, moved in next door to Braxton and Jera, Ashley and I actually went out and checked out a listing. That is right. In Southwest Port, in Multnomah Village. And it was a house that was listed at 1400 a month. I was like, Fuck yeah, fourteen hundred dollars a month for a house. I know that's it had in, like in a, Portland. It had you like know. a covered outdoor area in the back, a gate. Uh, it was a neighborhood right off of Capitol Highway, like on your way to that Walgreens. Yeah, yeah. and for context, at that time in a townhouse, I think we were paying like sixteen seventy five yeah, or something. Like probably that. the third most expensive place to live in Portland. Yeah, and we went in, and the owner was there. He was doing work on the ADU of the house this house had a fucking adu and he we didn't discuss like anything about the listing he just started showing us around and we looked at each other we're like yeah we'll yeah we'll, we'll take it we're renting yeah. i mean we're renting we're rented for 1400 bucks cool where do we sign and he's like uh 1400 uh-oh and i was like that's what your listing says he's like let me see that listing and it was someone who took his listing, posted it on Craigslist, and said it was fourteen hundred. And on the fine print that I didn't look at, that I would have never sent anyway, it says, "So you don't lose this listing. Send the first and last month's rent to this link." I'm like, first of all, you're dumb if you were to send money on that without <laughs> yeah. talking to anyone. But he's like, 
yeah, this house is three thousand dollars. Yeah, that's yeah. about right. There that makes it more is. Sense. There and I'm like, it is. oh shit. Okay. No, mine mine was a little bit different because I met the lady. Like I I had just moved up from Medford to Portland, and I was literally living out of my ex girlfriend's car for like a month, six weeks, something like that. And I finally had enough money to move into a place to just like rent a room. And I went to the house, met the lady, saw the room, the whole thing. And I gave her, I think it was like 600 bucks or something, which if you're a 19-year-old kid or 18-year-old kid living out of your car, that's a shit ton of money. And so I gave it to her and I was like, okay, I'll be back in a week to like move in and blah, blah, blah. And I go back. She doesn't answer the door. I like call, call, call. I even call the police to come down to the house and they're like yeah if she doesn't answer the door we can't just like break in and so like i remember i would keep driving by her house keep knocking on the door never ever heard from that woman again it was fucked up do you think that like you were in a house well like or that you were in a house that neither of you should have been in at that time like no i think it was her house because there was like she had dogs she had these big rottweilers there was other roommates in the house that I saw that lived there. Like it was very obviously her house. I think she just saw an eighteen year old kid and was like, I'm gonna take advantage of it. So you lost six bills? Yeah. Damn. Damn. Yeah. Bummer. Bummer, yeah. bummer, bummer. It was fucked up. Glue gone paste on my face is plastic. Gavin a gang back to Jackson Five. I'm a ratchet guy. Lost my wife for a black goodbye. No, don't talk to me unless it's an emergency. I gotta go. I gotta take a number three. That's a piss and a shit and a wank in a tree. I said hello there. Can I fill your hole? She took one look and she told me no. I got a wife at home and she hates me. I sleep outside 'cause she makes me big bowl of the cocaine. That's me breakfast. I try crack once. I just wanted to test it and I'm hooked now. I can barely even pipe. My wife wouldn't care. She just wants me to die. So he says, um, a piss I, and a shit and a wank in a tree. And a wank in a tree is is quite the line. I totally w- forgot what you were asking about the group. I just enjoyed that thirty seconds. <laughs> I mean, yeah. That was uh, that was a sick. I mean, I did enough karate moves for a workout. I'm sweating. Yeah. I sniff glue Cardio, gun paste. Check. Now my face is plastic. I gotta go. I gotta take a number three. That's a piss and a shit and a wank in a tree. Big bowl of cocaine. You saw that's like, my breakfast. Why are we doing? Why are we doing a, a reading? Yeah, I, of this song. You're like the guy reading the Fifty Shades of Grey. Like these are not meant to be read. Well, I am. especially not by you. So I also came across a new sport that I legitimately think our group of friends in our current state of physical greatness would actually be could good compete in and win. All right. And this is... I don't know how to to uh, pr- pronounce it. Galande quaffling? Quaffing? Galande quaffing. <laughs> Sponsored by PBR. <laughs> okay, so you're sliding... Yes. A, you're sliding beer and you're catching it for points. Yeah, is so... Is that ice? Yeah, so it's an ice table. Like, uh, okay. And you have a team of four, and one person starts at the end. You have to be two feet away from the board, and you have to catch the beer 
after it comes falling falling off the table, essentially. Oh, I love that. And then once you get to a final round, there's like style points. You can see people in this video. Like, that trophy. Doing like 360s or catching the beer under their leg. And then you can't go back to the other end of the line until you finish your beer. And nice. they can't start sliding the next one until you until finish you it. Until you finish your beer. And is there a local... Um, is there a local community of this? There, There isn't, but I feel like Portland is the type of town that would definitely gather around for this type of event. Yeah, I think we do well. And... But it's very specific to, like, resort towns and ski towns. Sud River, here we come. But I think that we could do very well. Maybe we start it. And it needs to have the atmosphere like this atmosphere had in the Darts Championship. Um, This was by far the most electric atmosphere it is, I don't know how points go in darts, but you have to get a specific amount and you have to get the exact amount. Um, this was at, this was in the 2023 World Championship Final darts match uh, on Sky Sports. And the uh, atmosphere was incredible. Got to find a break of throw in this set if he wants to level up the World triples. Championship Final. Three triples. Uh, Michael Van Gerwen isn't in any mood to give him a sniff. Yeah, the the combination finishing. <laughs> Look at how many people are there. You can tell it's a heavyweight fight. There may be nothing in it. They may both be on nines. <laughs> Michael may miss and Michael may hit. These guys are so They're both good. on nines. They're both on a nine. <laughs> darts after darts, literally. Wow, the World Championship Final. Michael Van Gerwen is on a main darter. Oh, and the World oh, Final and just misses this guy for Just the missed it. Over to you, this guy for the win. Smith. For the One win man for misses, Smith. does the other <coughs> I've never seen the like. Come on, Spully Boy. Yes, double 12. Yeah. That is the most amazing You know how hard that is? Look at these guys. It's un- it's unreal. Super they won the Bowl. World Cup. I've heard that dart competitions are wild. Wild. Let's go to one. I spit everywhere they, on that one. <laughs> they there's one that they do in New York City that is just absolutely nuts. Like everybody it's like tradition to get a big group of people together and you like all dress in the exact same thing. Like you have a costume theme, like a lot of people do onesies and stuff, but it's all about getting drunk and just fucking loving darts. Man. For the love of darts. For the I'll love of darts. One. For the love of darts. I definitely think that, because uh, obviously we've gone to football games in in other different events and i think that those are all fun but i do think that we should start getting into the more obscure where we can curling yeah like where we can get in as a podcast and and really start to support these these dart players or whatever i say we start with dodgeball yes whatever it dodgeball may be. competitions are fucking nuts okay whatever it may be can i throw in bocce 
I mean, I don't know how interesting talking to 85-year-old men all day would but be. But they're all Italian, and they all love wine. I didn't shit my pants today. <laughs> these guys these guys are no joke. These guys are like profes- not only professional bocce players, but professional shit talkers as well. I really enjoy my time when I actually do play bocce with these guys. Where do you go? Down to King City? Uh, Club Paisano out in Gresham, Summerfield actually. 55. Yeah. <laughs> Charbonneau. Yeah. Oh. There's a whole club. Shout out Club Paisano. Pa- Paisano. I'll get it right. Paisano? Yeah. I mean, that makes sense that there's a lot of Italians there. Mm-hmm. Mario. Mario Pompey. Oh, are you Mario. just saying? The no, most I mean Italian Mario Pompey is related to. Uh, <laughs> no, he's my friend. You've probably met him. Was at the oh, wedding. I thought it was family. No, he's essentially family. Mario yeah. Pompey has got to be the fakest Italian name. Here, I'll show you. Here, I'll show you. I believe it. Picture of it, but of it's like right now. it's like a '90s movie where they they have to flee I the s- country. They're going to Italy. What what will you call yourself, darling? Mario Pompey. <laughs> Pompey. Mario Pompey. Oh, we're on the IJMS channel. One second. Let's Pompey. You're going to see him and you're going to be like, this guy is the most. He cooks a mean ragu. He does. He's got great meatballs. Oh, Mario Pompey. Pause. <laughs> Let's Get see. It. I don't even know what he looks like. You don't? Mario. Just, I think I have. It's a me, a Mario. Here. Does he look like a Mario Pompey? Oh yeah, he does. <laughs> you don't Mario, you son of a bitch. Yeah. I wanna I wanna smoke a cigar and have a nice glass of wine. He with loves that cigars, guy. yeah. Yeah. He I bet cigars. he does. He's yeah. wearing an Italian shirt too. With his name on it. Yes. That's yes, how you yes. know. Do you guys see the video of this like rabid raccoon that like attacks this like elementary school girl like on the porch of her? I saw that today. That was insane. And what I did don't do? want to see it again. No, so like and then the mom walks out, the 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 raccoon is just gnawing on this girl's ankle and the mom grabs it by the scruff of the neck and it's just holding that and what's kind of funny about it and and I'm I'm playing the video here for our YouTube uh, viewers. Is that the raccoon is going, ow, ow, like stop grabbing, like legitimately had like a very human reaction to the fact that it was getting grabbed by the scruff of its neck. And then the mom just grabs it and just like, but throws it. And then the neighbor comes out because she's screaming. And then she goes, it's a rabid raccoon. It's a rabid raccoon. Get down. It's a rabid raccoon. <laughs> Hell, it's a rabid raccoon. And it's like, lady, you have full control of this situation. But she's just freaking who, out for no reason. Who are you asking for help? Questions no one's asking is, what did the little girl do? Maybe she started this whole thing. Maybe she, she probably did. said, you know, called him like a derogatory term. Or raccoon's right. like, don't call me rabid. Don't call me, well. I'm clean. I know. It's <laughs> bad word. Yes. Bad. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I want to yes. cut that. Yeah. Yes. We're gonna go ahead and cut that one. Well, oh yeah. God. I love that your curiosity was <laughs> set was in the waiting. mic. <laughs> I was waiting. Because that was kind of the. Yeah. yeah okay. That was the Never insinuation. Mind. Anyways. If not, we could always rob a bank. 
That was my next. That was your next thing. Yeah. Um, I've there, been wanting to do that. <laughs> there was a we, ch- we have been wanting to do that. We have been talking about doing that. A lot. <laughs> An uncomfortable yeah. amount. There's a Chiefs super fan uh, by the name of Chiefsaholic. His actual name is Xavier Michael Babadar. Um, he is made famous by the fact that he wears a full wolf outfit, a full wolf suit to both home and away I've games. I've seen this guy. And uh, he is a very famous one. Here he is. Uh, he's got Chiefs underwear on, along with a Chiefs shirt and hat, wearing a full uh, a full wolf outfit. Well, um, he had been talking about going to the Chiefs and Texans game over the weekend, so a lot of people were expecting him to be there. And uh, when he didn't show up, people started getting concerned. And it was because Mr. Babadar decided to take a bit of a pit stop in Bixby, Oklahoma, and uh, decided, you know what, NFL tickets are probably a little, a little expensive. Gas, very expensive. Um, in order to uh, fund my lifestyle, let's go rob a bank. A well-known fan just commits a crime. <laughs> That's bold. In his wolf costume. It, well, that was <laughs> the thing. Bold. Is that as I was investigating this story last night, there were <laughs> pictures that were surfacing of a man in a wolf, full wolf outfit. <laughs> robbing a bank and that picture was from 2016 and it was like okay was that the same guy or was this or was this someone else so it was kind of tough to put those puzzle pieces together i uh, this has got to be a frame job i believe that mr baba duke babadar is is innocent yeah babs would Um, never but I know Babs. Okay? Pee break. Oh, there's a bank. I could. Get, they've always got nice bathrooms. Huh? They also have a lot of money. Um, <laughs> and he was apprehended very. You mind quickly. if we just stop at the bank real quick? I just got to do something. Just got to uh, <laughs> make a deposit. I'll buy you guys lunch. <laughs> make a deposit. Yeah, lunch is on me. Just give me about five. Have you ever thought about robbing a bank? That's like Duh. the worst. But that's yes. like the worst. Like you're obviously going to get caught, right? You'd be surprised. I think that there's probably a lot more successful bank robberies than you'd think. Like, what percentage of bank robberies do you think are stopped or like the people are caught? I guess like and the money is the recovered. media gives the perception that every time no a, a, a give a percentage a realistic percentage. What do you think that are caught? Yeah, I would say. 70 to 80 percent are caught i would say 20 percent are caught are you looking it up okay mm-hmm. think about also what are the chances that people who rob banks have high iq right and think about how many people rob banks and leave a fucking trail and that's why they're caught sure aka somebody i used to work with <laughs> robbed the key bank here locally. Oh my god. And you know you know how he got caught? Ask me how he got caught. How did he get caught? Juan this Magoo? guy worked for a company in Dallas, Texas, moved to Portland and robbed a Tiger key bank while wearing the hat of his former employer <laughs> that was caught in a fucking security camera. So naturally, oh the gosh. cops called the company in Texas tracked him down yeah and arrested him he got like 
75 grand or something like that. My gosh. And the what's the penalty for that? Like, how long are you in jail for that? I think he went to jail twice, like, served two different times in jail, and then he was on probation. He couldn't leave the state. Um, He's also a very scary-looking guy. Like, yeah. not like not scared, but, like, his, his face was in yeah. shambles. <laughs> but... <laughs> really rough thing. He doesn't work there anymore. I just like, okay, so you go into a bank, you say, give me all the money, right? Okay, so you get the money and then what? Like, they lock the doors and you can't leave? Like, what? what, what is the next thing? Like, there's obviously, I, like, a security... Like, there's so many... Like, these guys are trained for this. Like, how, how many... Like, how far down the line have you thought to the point where you can get away I, with this? I talked to this guy. Okay. I talked to him. Mm-hmm. I got details. About, what was, going, us the about so, what was going through his brain. And how, how the whole thing was done. So, I mean, in this, one, in this one example, what we see in the movies is very Hollywood. No one goes in there and no bank... <sighs> No bank, no banker, no employee has an easy button. Sure whatever. They do. Of course they do. Well, this one didn't. Okay. Apparently, like everyone's got now money. I'm not saying that like they probably have some sort of warning thing, but when he robbed the bank, uh, apparently a lot of employees in the bank are just taught just they don't just give them give the them money. money. Yeah. Because they they're not gonna have access to like the real real money. You know they're. They're there for whatever's on your on in your till. Yeah, which so is like a thousand bucks. Yeah, like the vault has the real money, and a lot of the the big amounts is not in that bank. So whatever you can get in the till, they're like instead of putting anyone and yourself in danger, just give them the money. And he said it was very casual. If you look at the, because you can look up not only his mugshot, which is fucking insane, uh, the security camera looking at him, he's just standing there in the front. And he said he just walked up and was like, I'm robbing the bank. Give me whatever money you have. And it was like a very casual interaction where she literally just grabbed every bill around her and put it in his bag, gave it to him, and he walked out. Like, walked out. He, he didn't rush out. He just walked out. Hmm. So I wasn't able to find an exact percentage because the statistics are harder to find I guess, for bank robberies. However, that it has been said that you usually can successfully uh, complete about two to three bank robberies before you're caught. Before they kind of get yes get on. That the, the success rate is at a point where you can usually get away with it. Because honestly, the only flaw in this guy's plan was that he wore a recognizable hat I mean, he was literally on Spike TV's Dumb Criminals. Yeah. You know, Legit? No. Like, oh, I feel okay. like that's who you watch. Is like, you, yeah. get, you make a stupid move and you leave a trail. Yeah. Because the thing, and I've seen, I don't know if you guys have seen this, where people will hold up or they'll, like, try and steal from, like, a jewelry store or whatever. Those guys, like, have a little button that just, like, locks every door. And then, like, the person can't get out. But now you have an armed, potentially armed person with you, which is never good as well. I just like I the paranoia that I would have if I were actually successful in it. Gosh, I mean, I can't imagine the adrenaline going through me if I decided to rob a bank. Number one, the versus like I I don't know if I could sleep. I would just be so 
anxious. I would be so nervous about everything. Yeah. It's that's why it's not people like you that would. Yeah, yeah you wouldn't be a good criminal. Would not be. A good I criminal. think we all know. I'm that. more curious about the number of bank robbers that come in armed. Mm-hmm. Like this guy wasn't armed. I'm sure that's a lot less than we think too. Yeah, I'm sure. I, I would. I would err more on the side of more than half of them come in unarmed. I it, Do you think, and this is a random question, do you think that they think through the fact that if they were armed, that if they were caught, it's a more severe penalty? <laughs> and I think that's why Probably. That people, most people don't use a weapon when they uh, rob the bank because then it's armed robbery instead of just a, robbery. Or, robbery. Or robbery, most of these yeah. people who rob banks aren't re- like they're not violent people they're just their backs desperate. are against the wall and they're desperate and they just want the money and it's like if i get caught i get caught but i'm not out there to to harm anyone or to you know and, to be in the position and, to like and, use my weapon yeah and miguel's exactly right all bankers are taught just give them the money it's a small percentage of what we actually have and most sacrifice likely a life we can that. we're going to be able to catch them i mean even if there's a 30 percent chance or whatever that we don't it's like whatever we lost five grand we'll get it back yeah i know like i you know i had that house fire back in 2018 and then also you know i've been involved in a couple of different house purchases with earnest money and flipping money here and there i mean like insurance it was it was weird enough for me to to say like hey i can i i didn't say can i have ten thousand dollars but i think that like part of our earnest money or something like that we needed we needed to get ten thousand dollars out and it still felt weird even like legitimately taking ten thousand dollars away from a bank um but. imagine if you had to buy hitler's cup <laughs> think about that think about that <laughs> You don't How like, dare they you don't play like conga? I love conga. <laughs> Not in say. place of Titanic. <laughs> yeah. Which I'm surprised you know conga, given gl- your uh, lack of affinity for Gloria Estefan songs. Listen. Yeah, why are you such a Gloria hater? Yeah, why do you... Why you don't glorify Gloria? I just... I think I'm a little young. Mm. It's a little out of my age range. And I still won't give up on the fact that the clues you gave me also... The possible answer could have been Gwen Stefani. I don't even remember the conversation at this point. <laughs> it was a trivia thing, I think. Yeah, I knew her first name started with G, and then the oh, yeah. cl- clue you gave me was the best shooter in the NBA's first name. Could one of the clues have been her last name starts with an S? Estefan. <laughs> Fucking idiots. Yeah. If you come at me with archived IJMS, you better be correct. Estefan. Because I won't remember. Because I won't remember. (laughs) I will need your help. I will need your help. Oh, goodness. Well, I I do agree, Pete. Celine should have been on there. Thank you. Be expecting the IJMS top 200 within the next seven years. We will get that out within the next seven years. We know that you guys are. We know that you're also looking for our picks from season two, uh, episode 14. Number seven on that that list, guaranteed Natalie and Bruglia. You think? I know. It's our list. <laughs> what, do, what do you mean? I don't, I don't know. I can approve that. It's our list. Just torn? I'll have you listen to it. She might have to be a little bit uh, lower on there because uh, Nat- Natalie Imbruglia's Br- song was the one that dethroned Celine's My Heart Will Go On in the top 40s, supplanted Torn from... yeah. 
Anyways. Porn's a great song. It is a good man. song. I know, I couldn't be even be mad at it. It's a good song. Torn, I'm a little late. This is how I feel. I know when, when you're know a kid and then she was like, Fakes. Yeah. But she's lying naked on the floor. You're just like, Oh, boner. Boner alert. Full on Were Were there any songs that. Uh, would make you horny when you listen to him like growing up? Oh. Living um, La Vida Loca. <laughs> the music video, maybe. <laughs> Isn't he uh, like trapped in like a phone booth with a bunch of hot chicks? Stronger, similar with uh, uh, Christina Aguilera where she's just like in a boxing ring and she's, yeah. she's like... Actually, a serious answer. Waiting is, for tonight? Well... Same artist. <laughs> One of the videos I jerked off to the most when I was like 13 <laughs> was If You Had My Love by Jennifer Lopez. Oh, sure. She was like yeah. in a yoga studio, um, legs and, you know, all of them. Okay. But what about not the video? No, I'm oh, saying sure. the song. So whenever song? I hear the song, Cause it takes you would me back the to the yeah, video yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. It's, a, it's a full on jerk sesh. No matter where I'm at. <laughs> I will admit that the first time. And this is definitely going to age me. The first time I heard Fantasy by Ludacris. Oh, oh sure. I was like, oh, my God. These are all the lick, places. Lick, lick, lick you from your head yeah. to your we toes. We can have sex song, song. in the Atlanta and I area. Move from the bed down to the down to the flow. And I want to. You make so good. I don't want to leave. But I got to. What's your favorite to see? I want to. I want to get you in the George Dome or red light, line. red light Special by TLC. Yeah. Mm. Mm. What about Who Let the Dogs Out? Oh yeah, that's when I'm pooping. Pre-jerk <laughs> 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 sesh. Yeah. Oh, that. Great song. Sports. Baja Boys. Which is about ugly chicks. Rude. I mean, isn't it? You're not supposed to say it out loud. Oh, Jesus my bad. Christ. The dogs are the ugly ones. <laughs> yeah, I guess, we don't know I him. Sports. We don't know yeah. him. Speaking of things that you shouldn't say. Uh, uh, the, I just picture us being in a bar and the fucking song is playing and Peter just yells out, this is about ugly chicks. Hey, this is about the ugly ones. <laughs> Oh good. See her? No, no, not her. Ma'am, this song is about you. You hear that? No, ma'am, you, the one whose face is in shambles. <laughs> this song, you. Mark Sanchez, who's in the booth now for Fox, here's what he had to say about the Rams offensive line. Let me show this. Clearing out defenders faster than a teenager clears his search history on his web browser. Holy smokes. Wait, what? <laughs> I did not hear this. Here so, we go. Mark Sanchez again. Let me show this. He's clearing out defenders faster than a teenager clears his search history on his web browser. Holy smokes. <laughs> Mark Sanchez confirmed big porn guy? <laughs> it sounded like he practiced that line over and over and still stumbled a little yeah. bit when it was time to He's got my type it. of delivery. Wow. And then the extended part of this is uh, Kevin Kugler, who was on the call with him, goes, why would a teenager want to clear out his history? <laughs> <laughs> Great response. Oh. Yeah. 
Why is the teenager clearing his search history? I didn't really get it. I just thought it was funny. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad he presented that question, though. Stanford is the fucking worst place to watch a game. And I mean, like, the tailgates are kind of cool because you're, like, amongst the trees and everything. I don't know if you've ever tailgated there or been no, to a I game. Haven't. But, I mean, and the tailgates are very, like, you have marathon buses and literally everyone has – there's a lot of money. I there. thought you were going to say that you feel good about the tailgate because if you overeat, there's a shit ton of doctors around. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that you. might be true, too. <laughs> no, but I just, like, the environment sucks. I mean, even, like, when Oregon uh, played, like, an Andrew Luck-led – Stanford team where it was just like two top 25 top 15 programs it was just like they weren't there for the game well, they can't even sell those games out that that's kind of requirement number two when you're looking at a fun school to go to it can't be too smart and Stanford's too smart too smart you you present uh, two scenarios to the students at Stanford do you want to go to a, a 8 p.m kickoff game or study for finals I need to study <laughs> trying yeah. to become a fucking a brain surgeon. Yeah, so that I'm Oregon not, State game is trying to be pop an Adderall and hit the library or go to the football game. Loser. Oh, there, we have a football team? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you don't no. go there for sports. You don't go there for pride in sports. No. Maybe so that's like our, uh, yeah. two requirements for cool colleges. Yeah. Tune, tune in next week. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, <laughs> small enough and dumb enough. Small enough and dumb enough. <laughs> that's what we want. That is it. Just makes sense. Um, I guess that if you were asked, can't if a lady says, "Is there any Sierra Mist?" Do you know where the Sierra Mist is? No one would find it next to the Sierra Nevada beer. Well, no, I mean Sierra Mist is going away. Says who? Sierra Mist is being discontinued. Actually, thank God. Sierra Mist is going to be no more. Um, I don't buy it. They are rebranding it as Starry. S T A R Y Starry is what it is going to be called. It doesn't look the same. I mean, it is a lemon lime. It is, you know, it's I bet, Sprite or nothing. All I right. bet Sierra Mist comes back like the McRib. Just a limited special. Yeah, for why three does McDonald's months? keep on threatening to take away the McRib? They're never going to. Right? So they can continue to market it and push it the way that they do. Genius marketing. It's yeah. one of the most disgusting sandwiches. I love the McRib. So does Jay. Well, Jay and I are the same. Yeah. Draw heart, baby. Yeah, so the reason why they're changing it according to, let's see, I don't know according to who, but they said that they were there was brand confusion and that people thought it was imitation Sprite. They want Starry to be its own thing. People thought it was imitation Sprite because it is, <laughs> is imitation. It doesn't sprite, matter yeah. what you call it. Um, sprite has seen a growth of eight uh, percent, while good old Sierra Mist is barely exceeding a tenth of one percent in the global market in the soda share market. Yeah, What's Sprite. The last time you've had a Sierra Mist, willingly. It's been a while because it's Pepsi brand. Like I mean, okay, so you're at a restaurant and they go. Oh, can I have a Coke? And they go, oh, we just have Pepsi products. I would probably then go to a Sierra Mist. You wouldn't go Pepsi? No, I don't like Pepsi. Okay. But like, okay, so if you wanted a Sprite and they said Sierra Mist, you're fine with that. Yeah, I'm okay with okay. that. Okay. What about you? You have your hand raised. Yes. Oh, Again. no, I was reacting to reaction. 
<laughs> no Pepsi. <laughs> I'm, I don't like it. No Do you think if you guys did like the the classic cola challenge that you'd be able to differ- Absolutely. differentiate? Pepsi sweeter. Mm-hmm. Do you think I'd be able to tell even with the diets? I would, yeah. Uh-huh. I'd be able to tell. I don't know if I could do the diets, but I could definitely do the regular. Pepsi gives me heartburn. Is that weird? That's probably weird, right? No. What? Like does too it much give sugar. You heartburn? Too much. I mean, now I'm in my 30s. A lot gives me heartburn. Have right. you guys had the new Sprite pack, like the clear bottle of Sprite? Yeah. Tastes different. Really? I think it's better. Mm. No? Mm. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> You've been that off was... for a week. I expected more words. <laughs> that was not. Use your words, Juan. The, the growls were not planned. <laughs> Even that scared me. Man, growls. I think it, I, I like the green. I like the classic green bottle. All right. I don't want to see what's in there. <laughs> it's just clear, it's clear. bubbly liquid. Mm, yeah. You don't know that. Yeah. Well, now we do. We sure do. And hot soda talk. Hot soda talk. Lit. The game that is sweeping the internet is called Trombone Champ. Mm-hmm. And uh, Braxton, I guess, for the first time, we did think Mitch sent this. We Again, we thought this was Mitch, which made it funnier. It's still pretty funny. Um, but let me know what you think about trombone Should champ. I play it on my phone. I got it. All the little comments they give. <laughs> Here it comes again. <laughs> I'm wow. so sorry to everyone that we just did that to. 